What up, HyperChange? Welcome to another episode. Today, we're doing a preview of Tesla's Q4 2019 earnings. Uh, this Wednesday, after the close of the market, Tesla's going to put out its shareholder letter, have the conference call. We're in its full-year financials, a ton of new news. So I want to go through what I'm expecting for the quarter in terms of financials, um, what kind of business updates I'm going to be looking for. So to start by figuring out, you know, what do I think Tesla's going to report earnings-wise? Uh, we start from the deliveries. How many cars did they sell? And work backwards from there. So as you can see, this is Tesla's vehicle deliveries. They delivered 112,000 cars um, in the quarter, a record, awesome quarter above my expectations, above the street's expectations. This is the reason why the stock, or part of the reason why the stock has been moving up so rapidly. Um, one thing I wanna highlight here is also Model S and X sales bounced up um, this is something that I thought was going to be weaker because we have the Plaid SNX coming out in later 2020. Um, the sales had kind of been falling off a cliff, but to see those goes higher, you know, these are Tesla's, you know, most premium, highest price vehicles that have the highest profit margin. So I think this is a really exciting silver lining in the quarter as well. But overall deliveries, very strong, 112,000. Um, but I don't think we're going to see record revenue because they have skewed the mix more towards Model 3. To calculate this, just to show you a little bit, um, this is the sort of rough back of the napkin math model I use to figure out what I think Tesla is going to report based on their vehicle deliveries. I'll put a link to the Google Sheet um, in the description below so you can check it out and put in your own estimates if you'd like. So as you see, I have them, uh, the, all the cars they delivered, about 112,000 cars, 92,250 Model 3, 9,725 of the Model S and X. I put an average revenue per car about 54,000, which is down from the previous quarter, assuming that shift shifts more to Model 3. Um, and then we have, that gets me to automotive revenue of about 6.048 billion uh, with 575 million of service revenue. Then I put in 425 million of energy revenue. So let's go to see how that looks in a chart form. Um, before I show you what the Q4 looks like, this is what we had heading into the quarter, as you can see up and to the right for the revenue line, some profitable quarters as well. This is what it looks like with Q4 added into the mix. Um, as you can see, not quite a record quarter in terms of revenue, but still 7 billion in revenue would be the second highest Tesla's ever reported. And I'm looking for operating income of around $400 million. This would be Tesla's second quarter of profitability in the in a row. Um, and just to dive a little deeper here, gross margin um, for Q3 was about 18.9%. Um, I am estimating about 19% for Q4 2019. Um, I'm always trying to be a little conservative in my estimates. I believe this is conservative because Tesla, you know, as you saw in that deliveries chart, delivered about 10 or 15% more vehicles, economies of scale. They're spreading out more vehicles across the same production line, across those same fixed costs. In theory, that means gross margin should go up, but I assume them pretty much flat going from 18.9 to 19. Um, you know, part of that is because there's regulatory credits, which can waffle each quarter. There's a lot of one-time things under the hood that can happen, swinging this by a couple percentage points that are just hard to estimate. So I like to be conservative, assuming about a 19% gross margin, but I think this could be much stronger. In terms of operating expenses, I'm assuming to bump up. Tesla's been really, I mean, if you look at this chart, they've really been scaling down their operating expenses. This is part of all those layoffs that you heard about about a year or two ago. Um, a couple rounds of those layoffs and sort of a maturation of Tesla's business model where they went from like, we're a startup, we're spending money like crazy, who cares about profitability to like, wait, we need to start making money. Let's grow up. Let's trim every single expense that doesn't matter. There was even reports about like them counting how much they were spending on toilet paper. Well, all those jokes and funny things aside have actually resulted in a dramatic cost reduction or expense uh, a profile reduction for Tesla in terms of SG&A and R&D, just streamlining their entire company. So despite revenue growing, record deliveries, um, the business being bigger and more successful than ever, their expenses have actually come down. So incredibly impressive fiscal management from Tesla um, down to $928 million in Q3. But I have that bumping back up to $975 million. And I think over the long term, as Tesla continues to grow their revenue and gross profit, they're going to start reinvesting more into that sales infrastructure and R&D. But as you can see, it was so important that they sort of had that 
G-check on themselves to get their expenses in line, um, which is really one of the reasons they've enabled themselves to be profitable. So adding that all up, um, those $975 million uh, of operating expenses after the 19% gross margin, I got to an operating income of about $364 million um, on $7 billion in revenue. So that'll be an awesome quarter for Tesla. But once again, I think they have upside to that number. Last uh, quarter, I was way too conservative. They blew my estimates out of the water by about a couple hundred million in terms of operating income. So I'm hoping that happens again. But even so, I think these numbers um, would be awesome. Moving to the energy business, this is a little bit quieter. Q4 seasonally weak, but we do have the introduction of the Mega Pack, those much bigger batteries that Tesla put out in Q3. So maybe if they started delivering some of those in Q4, there was an expansion of the Australia project, maybe their battery business, um, their you know megawatt deployed number, which has been doing incredibly well. Basically, how much battery storage they're deploying each quarter has been growing like crazy. So if that continues, even uh, because of the Mega Pack, despite a seasonally weak quarter, we might get some growth there. But then we also have the solar business, um, which had been declining rapidly for Tesla until Q3 when they started, uh, when they basically relaunched their solar panel rental business. And additionally, we had them introduce the V3 solar roof and start installing some of those. So even though it's Q4 is a seasonally weak quarter for solar, I think we could actually see the solar continue to grow because of these new initiatives from Tesla. And for that reason, adding this all up, I have energy revenue climbing from 402 million to 425 million for Q4, but who knows who knows what that's really going to be. In terms of gross margin, we saw a really strong quarter for Tesla's energy gross margin um, in Q3, 22%, which is had been the highest for a couple of years and was a really promising sign. So I'm going to be watching this number closely um, just to see where it goes and what direction the gross margin is trending. Just to take a peek on an annual basis, um, what this all adds up to, because these are the full year numbers now that we have Q4, um, it looks like it's going to be revenue about 24.2 billion, according to my estimates, which would be about 13% growth. Uh, so 13% growth doesn't sound like a rapidly growing company, but you have to take into context looking back to 2016, you know, revenue is more than tripled in just about three or four years. And so overall growth has been rapid. And once again, this has been a really maturing year for Tesla. You know, 2018, they had this backlog and glut of Model 3 orders. They began to deliver all of those cars, much higher price Model 3s. Um, and then despite that, everyone thought that was going to be peak Tesla. That was the short thesis. This 21 billion, you know, 300 or 200 something cars delivered was going to be peak Tesla, the demand was going to vanish. No, they actually showed demand increase, deliveries have increased by 50% this year, although they're mixing to the Model 3. So you had a price decrease, um, actually even more than that. They were uh, going from, you know, the performance Model 3, these these premium Model 3s that are available in 2018, you know, $65,000 selling price to this year, they launched the $35,000 Model 3, uh, the $40,000 Model 3. So the average selling price of Tesla's vehicles or computer on wheels is dropping dramatically. Yet despite that, they've been able to maintain margins as they've improved manufacturing efficiencies, just got better at building the vehicles. So this is really, really impressive as the cost to consumer decreases. Tesla's margins have been flat. And in fact, their profitability is improving dramatically. And Tesla goes from losing $400 million to losing about only $100 million this year in terms of operating income. So basically, Tesla is running on an income statement level at break even. We're going to get to the cash flow in a second, which is actually positive. But remember, if my numbers are conservative, we could actually see Tesla report positive operating income for the year. So this is, you know, if we rewind 12 months ago, this is was all sort of thought to be impossible. Tesla had all these headwinds of all their early demand got sucked. Their selling prices were dropping. But yet, despite all of that, they were able to improve profitability, improve revenue growth. So what's interesting about Tesla, though, is they basically sell every car they can build. So it's all about support. Supply. And Tesla this year was not really about increasing the supply, but yes, they were pumping more cars through the production lines, their deliveries increased 50%, but 2020 is really the supply story. So they've been putting all, all this work for the Shanghai Gigafactory
Valkyrie 3, which they built through all of 2019, spent all the work uh, or spent all the money doing it, put in all the work to do it, but yet have gotten no cars delivered in 2019. So in 2020, we could be setting up for huge growth. In addition to the China Gigafactory, they also have been building out the Model Y production line, which could lead to rapid vehicle growth as well. So even more so in the numbers, you know, I... I don't like to get too bogged down in the numbers. Of course, I just shared my predictions, but it doesn't really matter if Tesla reports 364 million of operating income or 464 million. I mean, it's just a ballpark estimate of, yes, they're they're going to be making money. They're going to be profitable. Um, the cash flow is going to be strong. The business is growing. These are all great signs. You don't need to get too bogged down in the numbers. I like to even, what, what to me is even more exciting about these quarterly earnings and conference calls is we get updates about the strategic uh, side of the business about how things are going from a business plan perspective. And so this is what I'm going to be looking for in that lens. Model Y production timeline and details. This is the first thing. I mean, we have been seeing the Model Y everywhere. There's every single day, there's a new leaked picture of the Model Y. Um, and the official guidance from Tesla was originally like Q4 2020. I made a video thinking it was going to be way earlier than that. Then they came out and said, wait, it's going to be Q2 2020. We think we can get to a thousand cars a week by the summer. They haven't actually updated that guidance. And here we are in late January and we're seeing Model Ys on the road everywhere. So I think what they're going to drop on this shareholder letter on the conference calls, they're going to say Model Y is ready. We're going to start delivering it like tomorrow. And so I'm waiting for that. I think that's going to be awesome news to drop. And I think it's it's been really incredible to see how much Tesla's learned from their mistakes of the Model 3, hyping up all these big delivery timelines, all this uh, you know huge production estimates. We're going to hit 5,000 per week. We're going to hit 10,000 per week by this day. Then they miss it. Then the street hates them. They were shooting themselves in the foot. Well, Elon Musk has learned, has seen to be sandbagging or at least just managing expectations um, in a way more mature way with the Model Y ramp. And I think that's a really good sign. And they also don't want to cannibalize Model 3 sales. If they keep hyping up the Model Y, maybe people will stop buying the Model 3. So I think they'll kind of wanted to downplay it. But the fact of the matter is, I think the Model Y is ready. The production line is already building out, you know, test vehicles at least and it's going to be ramping production throughout the rest of this quarter. So I'm really excited to hear an update on that. The next thing is, Gigafactory 3 production ramp. I mean, all the news about production ramps, which is epic, but, you know, we saw the news out of China, January 7th, the big launch event where Elon did that weird dance that everyone made fun of him for, um, and also announced they would be building a China design center where they would potentially be designing a vehicle from scratch. Then they came out this leaked picture of some sort of more compact Model 2 ask a vehicle that they could be designing from scratch in China. That looks super exciting. They've already hired for that. But even more near term is the fact that they've said production. Uh, the goal for this year is to hit a rate of 3,000 per week. It sounds like they're kind of around 1,000 per week. I don't know. We don't really have any concrete details on exactly where production is other than that they've started uh, customer delivery. So I think we're going to get a lot more concrete data on where the China Gate Factory 3 ramp is, how many vehicles they're producing, um, and that's going to give us a lot more clarity on what to expect in 2020. That brings me to the next thing I'm expecting, which is over Overall 2020 guidance. Tesla's vehicle deliveries have been growing every single year. They hit about 367,500 this year. That was 50% growth um, in a year when every other automaker is basically flat or shrinking. Tesla grew 50%. That was incredible. And in 2020, there could grow another 50%, my or even more. My estimation is about 550,000 vehicle deliveries. Could be even more like 600,000. Just all depends on Model Y and China, but they're going to probably give a number on how many vehicles they expect to deliver for the full year. This is going to be the number everyone's talking about in analyzing. Right now, my estimate is about 550000 but that is something I'm going to be looking for in the shareholder letter. Additionally, the last thing is battery and powertrain investor day. Um, we just I just went on the third row podcast. We had Elon Musk on and he was talking, even hyping up more and more about the potential of Tesla's technology there, which I have a bunch of videos in the works about. But Tesla is going to, like they had the autonomy day last year and they unveiled their full technology roadmap of how they're going to build an autonomous car, how they're doing it, why they're leading, what they're, why they're doing what they're doing, why they picked that strategy. Um, just give us a lot more clarity into the future 
of that side of their business. They're going to do the same for the battery and powertrain. They have a lot. They're not holding an event to say nothing. They have a ton to announce. I think this is going to break so many headlines um, and is really going to show what a lot of myself and the Tesla tubers have been saying, which is Tesla has a multi-year lead on battery technology. They purchased Maxwell Technologies with the dry battery electrode breakthrough that will bring them even further ahead in terms of battery production, uh, manufacturing capacity, costs, ability to sell millions of electric vehicles from the 500,000 year today. So that's going to be super exciting stuff. Right now, the best estimate we've had was February or March for that investor day, but then Elon on the Third Row podcast said a few months. So I'm hoping we get a concrete date um, on the shareholder letter, so we'll see if that happens. Now, moving a little bit deeper, one of the things I think is very exciting about this quarter is going to be the cash flow. So Tesla, um, even though their income statement, they're making a couple hundred million, the cash flow of the business is even better. Why? Um, there's just an accounting game going on here um, because Tesla has to buy all of their robots up front to build their cars, and then they depreciate the cost of those robots over time on their income statement. But those aren't cash costs because they already paid for them. It's just an accounting game that they have to show the depreciation and amortization. That's why the cash flow is typically much stronger um, than the earnings on the income statement, at least when they're not expanding production like crazy. So that's one lens of Tesla's cash flow being strong. The other is they uh, delivered way more cars than they produced. Tesla had maybe six or 7,000 cars in inventory. They basically sold out of every single car they possibly had in the quarter. And even in Q3, if we go back, they had extremely strong cash flow. They delivered 97,000 cars, only produced 96,000. So like, oh, they delivered more than they produced. That was awesome cash flow. Well, look at this quarter. They produced only 105,000, but delivered 112,000. That's a seven times bigger gap in vehicles delivered uh, versus produced. So I think that has tremendous implications for the company's cash uh, flow and cash balance. I mean, Tesla is financially healthy. Everyone was talking about them burning hundreds of millions of dollars of capital and losing money on every car a year ago. Well, that model has totally changed. Now Tesla's pumping out, literally, it's a business that makes hundreds of millions of dollars every quarter. This is why it's such a valuable company. And so if we go into the third quarter investor update to take a look at the cash um, flow profile and look at these details, as you can see in Q3 in that red column there, $756 million in net cash by operating activities. But remember, they only delivered 97,000 cars. This quarter, they delivered 112,000 economies of scale. Um, that's going to lead to better cash flow as well, better margins potentially. And they have that huge gap in production delivery. So I think net cash by operating activities could be over a billion dollars this quarter um, or even more. So this is going to be a very big number um, for the amount of cash that Tesla's business is pumping out. That's extremely exciting. And then capital expenditures, which were $250 million in Q2, $385 million in Q3. Um, I'm probably going to be pretty high this quarter because they're ramping Model Y. They're ramping Gigafactory 3, Shanghai, maybe $500 million. But, you know, even so, if they do $1.2 billion in operating cash flow minus $500 million, huge jump in CapEx, we're talking about $700 billion, or $700 million, sorry, in operating cash flow, um, less CapEx, or free cash flow is what they call it. So $700 million in free cash flow. They already have $5.3 billion on the balance sheet, plus $700 million. We're looking at over $6 billion as a cash position. And so Tesla has gone from a company with barely enough cash in the bank to survive a quarter or two to now pumping out hundreds of millions, six billion on their balance sheet, rock solid balance sheet. Um, and I think the cash flow is going to be sort of like a silver lining and real bright spot this quarter. But important to remember, they can't always deliver more cars than they produce. Probably in Q1, they're going to build a lot more cars than they sell, build up a little more inventory or who knows, but that is going to have to happen at some point. And in, in those quarters, the cash flow is going to look worse. And so even though the cash flow is going to look awesome this quarter, remember they're juicing a little bit with the uh, deliveries being higher than production. So don't get too excited about it. 
And the other one thing I want to point out the cash position is Tesla's stock has soared beyond the price of the warrants. And so this is a, potentially a whole thing for a whole nother episode, but a lot of Tesla's debt is convertible debt. So instead of Tesla having to pay back their debt in cash, those uh, bond investors can essentially convert their debt into shares at a given price. And if the stock price is above the conversion price, it's a no brainer to just immediately convert at that price and then sell it at the market price and you get a huge premium. So what does that mean for Tesla? Instead of having to pay back all this cash to their uh, debt and bondholders, that those bondholders are, don't need the cash and are actually just going to buy stock, which actually turns into a capital infusion for Tesla. So I, I need to dive a little bit deeper on that. But the point is, is Tesla's share price going up has become this sort of self-fulfilling prophecy of success where they don't have to pay back their debt um, in cash as well. So not only do they have more cash than ever, but their debt just went down or their debt liabilities that they need to pay went down as well. So the financial health has totally done a 180 um, and the balance sheet has gone from pretty terrible a year and a half ago to frankly rock solid right now. And the business has never been on more sure footing. So, and I kind of want to leave, leave you and end it on that note, because um, this has been a really, really exciting time for Tesla and the company's, you know, profitable, they're making money and they put these puzzle pieces in place for huge growth in 2020. And, you know, it, I, I put a video out estimating their earnings for them. But to me, no matter how you slice it, we are looking at a profitable year for Tesla in 2020. That might be the biggest shoe to drop in the shareholder letter is Tesla saying, not only are we going to grow like crazy in 2020, not only do we have all this exciting stuff in the works, but we are going to be a profitable company for the full year. I mean, that is something that's going to shut up every single critic and skeptic, and I think is really exciting and a huge turning point for the company. So congrats, Tesla and Martin, if they pull that off. But anyway, we'll see what happens. Um, of course, I'm going to be covering all of the earnings on the channel, giving you guys in-depth coverage of what I think after the conference call. So stay tuned for that. Subscribe if you haven't already. Huge shout out to the Patreon supporters, producers, fun in the channel. Um, this is Hyperchange. I'll see you guys next time.